0: Psalms chapter 4, for the chief musician on stringed instruments, a psalm by David. Answer me when I call, God of my righteousness. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. You sons of men, how long shall my glory be turned into dishonor? Will you love vanity and seek after falsehood? Sailor. But know that Yahweh has set apart for himself him who is godly. Yahweh will hear when I call to him. Stand in awe and don't sin. Search your own heart on your bed and be still. Sailor. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. Put your trust in Yahweh. Many say, who will show us any good? Yahweh, let the light of your face shine on us. You have put gladness in our heart, more than when the grain and the new wine are increased. In peace, I will both lay myself down and sleep. For you, Yahweh alone, make me live in safety. What we hadn't said earlier in the previous three chapters of the Psalms is that David was a musician, (laughs) and he was a good musician, and uh, we don't see a lot of it when you're going through the Bible. I mean, we, we know from the Psalms that he wrote songs. He wrote lots of songs. But when you're going through the stories, you know, you've got those, just those one or two times where David was called as a, as a young man to play the harp for Saul. And he must have been a good harp player to play for the king. You think about that. You've been called to play music for the leader of your country. You'd be pretty good. <laughs> he was a musician and he was a worshipper. And uh, I know that, it's, that some people have made a lot of this and they've said, you know, we're called to be warriors and worshippers. And it's true. We are. We're called to worship the Lord. And we do that through our singing and our praises. And we're called to be warriors. And we do that through our prayer, <laughs> not any other way. And so David's an example to us of, of being an intercessor, someone who worships and who prays. And he's a great example. This song, was, this Psalm 4, was written for the chief musician. We don't know who that person was, but presumably it was a role which changed over time. And in 1 Chronicles 25 and 27, David organized the musicians on a roster. There were systems. So I guess at any given shift, there was a person, we're assuming, was the chief musician. So this psalm was written for the chief musician to be played on stringed instruments which today would be a guitar. Back then it would be, um, I guess, a harp. Or And as we go through the Psalms, we're going to find that there were other stringed instruments. We're going to find some interesting ones as we go along. And so he sings in this song, he writes, Answer me, Lord, when I call God of my righteousness. Now that is an, an, an interesting point to observe. Not a single person is righteous on their own, but we're righteous because of God. So it's not a case that God is righteous, and he's not saying that, that he's righteous, right? And this is the God of his righteousness. No. It, the God is the one who gives him his righteousness. In uh, the book of Genesis, it says that Abraham trusted God and God credited it to him as righteousness. Because of Abraham's faith trusting in God, he was given. Righteousness is a gift, and that's how we're saved. We're saved by trusting in the Lord, and through a process of grace, God gives to us righteousness. So we're not actually righteous on our own. And David says, "Answer me, God of my righteousness." So David's actually praying from a point of being righteous. We know he didn't do everything perfectly. We went through the book, the book of Samuel and Second Samuel already. We know he made some terrible mistakes, <laughs> a couple of really bad ones, and yet he's righteous amazingly he says give me relief from my distress have mercy upon me and hear my prayer he says i know that yahweh a god has set apart for himself all who are godly god will hear me when i call this is true god listens to the godly when they cry out but no one's godly so does god listen to no one no he listens to those who cry out for him. When you and I cry out for God and we say, Lord, give us righteousness, give us your gift, forgive us our sins, we become godly. And the Lord hears our prayers. And then we continue to cry out and the Lord hears those prayers as well. He says in Psalm 4, you have in uh, verse 7, you have put gladness in my heart more than when the grain and the new wine are increased or in... In a song we sing in church sometimes more than when the grain or the new wine abound. now that's a funny language to ask but that's payday for hebrew people so they didn't have you know uh walmart if you're an american or in australia you know <laughs> woolies <laughs> big w they didn't have those stores where they could go and get things they had to grow their own so they grew their own grain they grew their own wine like grapes make their own food and harvest time was payday. It wasn't only the time that their provisions came in, it was the time they, they harvested, they were able to sell and get money to buy everything else. So it was a happy time of year. And so he says that the Lord has put joy in his heart more than on the big payday. <laughs> Can you imagine winning the lotto and getting a gigantic payout? Or imagine, you know, um, someone gives you a big inheritance, a long lost uncle and uh you don't have the sadness of their passing, but you've got the joy of the inheritance. Imagine that, that joy, and then on top of that, what it says here, that the Lord has put joy in our heart greater than these things. And he says, I, in peace I will lay down and sleep, for Yahweh alone keeps me safe. This is something I've experienced, is that when I go to bed at night, I relax. <laughs> I know the Lord has got my back, and uh, it does not matter what happens, things are going to be fine. And um, I know that there are people who, who struggle sleeping. They worry. They worry about things. And um, I just have to say about that, we all at times worry. But the Lord wants to give to you the ability to sleep. And he wants to give to you the ability to be at peace and to rest. He wants to put that joy in your heart. And you're going to be able to do that through a process of prayer and trust. Now, it may be that you've got to work it through. It may be, and I've heard stories of people that have had to work it through, where when they lay down at night, they're so anxious, they can't sleep, and um, so they're thinking all night long about all the things, all the possibilities of life and what, what can go wrong. In the morning, they, they're so wrecked that that's when they're starting to go to sleep, but that's when they've got to get up. That's terrible. So my encouragement to you is to to take a hold of the promises of God and start claiming them and praying them through. You'll come to a a place of victory, like David, where he says, in peace, I will lay myself down and sleep. For you alone, Yahweh, give me safety. The Lord will look after you. It's a grace that can be established. Now, I want to say, just before I wrap up this Psalm chapter 4, that the last psalm... Both these psalms are by David. The last Psalm was written when David was fleeing from Absalom, and it was kind of a, a kind of a, a bit of a oh how bad things are, Psalm. This Psalm's much better. He's got joy in his heart, he lays down in peace. I'd like to say that I. Some commentators believe these two psalms are a story continuing on. And I think there's something to it. Not everyone thinks this. Some of the I've read four or five commentaries on the Psalms. And some of them just treat each psalm separately to each other. But one of the commentators was saying he felt that there's a whole series of psalms in a row, three, four, five, and six, which are all connected to the story of David running away from Absalom. And um, that basically it's kind of him telling the story as he goes along. There's no proof of that, but there is something to it. And in the last psalm, Psalm 3, when David was fleeing from Absalom, he was very troubled. He cried out to the Lord he felt in the last few verses that the Lord had heard him. But in this psalm, you notice he's much calmer. He's grateful. It says, I lay down and sleep in peace. So even though I suspect he's got enemies chasing him like Absalom, he's able to rest. He's just trusting the Lord. And so I think there's a place we can come to where in faith, no matter who, who, what's going on around us or you know, who our enemies are, the Lord's able to be with us and give us rest. Thank God for that. Lord, we're so grateful for people who, like David, who are brave enough to write down their feelings and thoughts and their prayers for us, even though it would be highly embarrassing and many of us wouldn't do it. But I thank you for that, Lord, and I thank you we can connect with his heart. And, Lord, we too have our own um, pains and our own joys, our own struggles and our own triumphs. Lord, walk with us. We want to know you. Show us your face, I pray.